Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 80 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where we will be discussing 10 steps to a happy and healthy 2018 Thanksgiving. Welcome to, or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. My name is Danny. I am your host and I'm your resource for fitness, food, and travel. And I'm excited to talk to you guys about Thanksgiving prep today because right now I'm recording this on Sunday and this episode will air to you. You should be listening on Monday the 19th, which means you have four days before 2018 Thanksgiving. And if you have not already started your prep, you will be doing that this week leading up to Thanksgiving and you may or may not be celebrating on Thanksgiving Day, just depending on families and travel and all the different schedules that you know holidays can encompass. So I wanted to make sure that this information got out to you with a few days to spare so that you can effectively plan your Thanksgiving and make sure that you do the best you can to accommodate everybody and um, just be organized so that it's not a stressful day. You wanna prep beforehand and kind of have all this stuff outlined beforehand so that it's not, you know, it's not too crazy the day of. You want Thanksgiving to be really enjoyable, right? You want it to be a time where you can relax and just be present with your friends and family and not have to stress about who's doing what or, you know, who's cooking, who's cleaning, who gets to watch the football game after Thanksgiving lunch or dinner. You know, you want everything to be planned out ahead of time. So just save yourself the stress and the trouble finish listening to this episode. I've actually created a PDF and the link will be in the show notes to this PDF that has these 10 steps listed in it and you can print it off. There's fill in the blanks. It'll help you stay on track. So if you want to make sure that you have all of this put together nicely in a neat little package and bow, <laughs> go ahead and check out that link and you can print off the PDF so that makes your life easy. Okay. Let's dive right into these 10 steps that I went through in my mind this year to make sure that I would be on top of my game for my part in Thanksgiving. Step number one, this is the, the simple part. We're starting simple here. Choose where you're going to go. So this, you, that's like the first thing you have to figure out, right? It's like, are we, are we staying here? Are we inviting people over to the house? Are we gonna go visit my parents or my husband's parents? or aunt and uncles or grandparents, like figure that out. <laughs> so if you 
if nobody else has made plans yet and you don't want to go anywhere, then maybe you need to make the invite and say, hey, why don't we just host Thanksgiving at our home this year? We can just have everybody else bring stuff to us. We can host it and we'll just make that decision. So make the decision on where you want to go. Step number two, decide who is going to be there. So if you have not been invited somewhere and you are doing the inviting, then you get to decide who else you are going to invite, whether it's a bunch of friends for Friendsgiving or if it is a family event and you have family coming in from all over town, from different states, all over the country, whatever the case might be, but figure out who is going to be there. Step number three, out of who is going to be there, figure out if there are going to be children or not because then the different options that you have are going to vary depending on, you know, if you've got some picky eaters or if the kiddos, if there are any, are going to really enjoy or, you know, some more delicate items or have a more particular palate, you never know. <laughs> so will there be children? You wanna figure that part out ASAP. Okay, step number four. Are there any special nutritional lifestyle choices, as far as nutrition goes, that you need to account for? And this could be anything from keto to high protein to low sugar to vegan, vegetarian, paleo. I mean, there's probably a hundred different things you could think of. For me personally, I like a lot of high protein, moderate carb, um, moderate to low fat items, but my husband and my mother-in-law are, well actually, and my brother-in-law. Now they all follow a ketogenic lifestyle approach with their nutrition. So a lot of the menu needs to revolve around some items that are gonna work for everybody, meaning we're gonna need some, some high protein, some high fat items, some low sugar. Um, there's gonna be a lot of different options there. So it really does depend on who needs what. So if you don't know, if you don't know something like this, it's very hard to plan your meal. So it really helps you narrow down what food options you want to have at Thanksgiving, depending on what other people can or choose to eat. Step number five, figure out the day and time you will be celebrating. So are you celebrating on Thanksgiving day? Are you not? <laughs> My husband happens to be working on Thanksgiving day or night. I can't remember if he's on days or nights. So we are celebrating the weekend after. So we are gonna go to our aunt and uncle's house and celebrate over the weekend, but we're gonna have our actual Thanksgiving meal on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So that also is gonna play you know, a role in figuring out what you're gonna eat and when you're gonna eat. Number six, step six, is what other meals throughout the day and the weekend do you need to consider? Because unless everybody's coming to you and everybody lives in town and everybody's gonna go their separate ways at, right after the meal, you're probably gonna have a weekend of events, so you really have to consider the food and the food choices and the drink options for more than just Thanksgiving dinner or brunch or lunch or whatever you have it. My parents seem to always have it around like two or 3 p.m., which I thought was really <laughs> ridiculous as a kid. I was like, this is dinner, why are we having it right after lunch? I don't understand. But as I have grown older and wiser, I recognize it's because we eat so much food, we really need to have the rest of the day to digest that. <laughs> so, mom, dad, I get it. <laughs> um, where, where am I, where am I? Okay, so, oh, something, I want, 
Ugh. I want to point out breakfast here. Uh, at least for me. I know growing up, I'm pretty sure we always had some sort of like a monkey bread that in the morning or, or cinnamon rolls or orange rolls, something like that for breakfast on Thanksgiving morning. And my mom did not get out of bed until after the Macy's Day Parade. So you got to figure out, you know, what's going to happen for breakfast. Do you have people spending the night at your home? Are other people coming over for breakfast? Again, there are blanks to, for you to fill out in this PDF. So if, you're, if your brain is going a million miles an hour, write it down. Use the blanks, use the PDF, write it down. If you don't write it down, it is really hard to remember all of this stuff and it's a lot of moving pieces. So keep it simple and just write it down. And then it'll be out of your brain and on the paper and you don't have to remember it anymore because you've already written it down. Okay, step seven, decide and delegate for cooking and prep. You have to figure out what's gonna be on the menu. Now you already have all this information of who's gonna be there. Is it kids or adults? Is it a combo? We have our special nutritional lifestyle choices accounted for. So now you can plan what you want to be on the menu according to everybody's different lifestyle choices. And you can choose who's gonna bring what. So I have some fill in the blanks here for different protein options, different vegetable options, starchy carb options like potatoes, different sides and different desserts. And then I also have a section for who's gonna bring these different options for, for all of these types of foods that you're gonna have on the menu. So if you have some, if you have one person, you know, that is different as far as their nutritional choices than everybody else coming, then you might wanna have that person you know, bring something specific to their needs to make sure that they're accounted for, but you're not making a huge portion of something that nobody else is going to eat. So that is a good way to figure out who should be bringing what is figure out, does somebody need to bring something specific for their nutritional lifestyle? Cause you don't wanna necessarily, you know, make a whole bunch of food that nobody else is going to eat. If you've got eight people that are eating eight different ways then have each person bring something that they know that they're going to enjoy. And that's the same for if you're going somewhere and you know that you have a specific nutritional need. Offer to bring that specific item. It goes both ways. So if you don't, if you know that the people's home that you're going to go visit are going to have a whole bunch of options that you don't necessarily want to eat, then bring something that you know you will eat. That way you're not left kind of feeling left out or hungry. I don't know, is anybody gonna feel hungry on Thanksgiving? There's always so much food. <laughs> Which brings us to, actually I had three points for this one. So I wanna talk about what, you know, figure out what's gonna be on the menu, figure out who is bringing what, but then you also need to figure out if you're gonna do the cooking or are you gonna pick it up from a company or are you gonna go out to eat? Because those are also options. So if you just wanna say, the heck with it, I'm not doing any of this this year, people can come and hang out at our house, but we are just gonna go get food from somewhere, you need to figure that out beforehand and not wait till everybody arrives to figure that out because most of the time you really have to order this stuff well in advance so that the restaurant that you want food from, make sure that they have food enough food for you. So make sure you're thinking about that ahead of time. Okay, step number eight is exercise or activity planned around your Thanksgiving meal and weekend. I know it's a kid and as my parents were growing up, they always had an after Thanksgiving meal, but before dessert, walk around the neighborhood. And 
I think this is so crucial. <laughs> no matter how hard you try, you're gonna eat probably more than you intend to. So I think it's very important to schedule in some, even if it's a 10, 15, 20 minute walk around your neighborhood or something like that, or going to throw a football around, go be active, go, and I'm not talking about go for like a run or a sprinting session. You don't have to go to the gym, but help your digestion along a little bit. Go for a walk, just help everything to keep moving. You're eating a lot of food and you know you're gonna go back for dessert because it's gonna be sitting out on the counter. So do yourself a favor, do your digestive system a favor and just help things keep moving along. Be a little bit active instead of eating and then sitting down for the next four or five hours to watch a football game. Because we all know that it's really easy to eat a big meal and then sit down because you're tired and grab a beer or two or three. And you just want to eliminate um, any of those excess calories that are just gonna be sitting there if you can. So. Plan it in advance and then let everybody know like, hey, you don't have to participate in this, but this is the tentative plan. This is what I'm going to go do. If you want to join me, you're more than welcome to. Um, if not, that's fine as well. And no pressure to anybody, but make sure that's out there. If it's, if it's put out there ahead of time, then people will expect it. But if you throw that out there last minute, like, oh, we've all just finished eating. Everybody, it's time to go for a walk. Nobody's gonna wanna go because it wasn't in the plan. People don't like the unexpected, they don't want change. Let them know ahead of time so then when it is time to go for a walk, everyone's like, oh yeah, you did say that we were all gonna go do that, you know? And it gets people actually talking and away from a TV and actually interacting, which is what we should be doing on Thanksgiving. It's spending time with our friends and family that we haven't maybe seen in a while. And it's very important. So I highly recommend that you consider Factoring in some exercise or activity around your Thanksgiving meal. Step number nine, schedule some R&R. &R. <laughs> Again, this is a family friends weekend where you want to relax a little bit. So whether you're, you know, doing this on Thanksgiving that Thursday or not, um, schedule in maybe Thursday afternoon or Friday or Saturday, Sunday, like have some scheduled out R&R. &R some rest and relaxation, whether that's watching the football game or a movie or just simply doing nothing. I know for me, it is really, really hard to do nothing. I'm really terrible at it. I'm working on it. Um, I just don't know what to do with myself sometimes. So I'm working on compiling lists here and there of like, what could I do that's kind of considered a nothing project that will take my mind away from work, away from business, get my brain stimulated in a different way, but maybe keep interacting with people. So I have a set of dominoes that I found when I was at Disney in October. And I know my husband and his friends love to play dominoes. So every now and then we're trying to pull out those dominoes. I had the idea of bringing out some puzzles. That way we can kind of have a puzzle going maybe while the football game's on and you know, have people kind of mindlessly interacting there and talking to each other about different conversations while they're putting a puzzle together or maybe I can have some books out, or I don't, I don't know, I'm still working on that. If you have any ideas, I would love to hear your thoughts on what you do when you schedule out time to do nothing, <laughs> because that's a, that's a weak point for me, and I very well know that, so let me know if you have thoughts on that. Step number 10, and I think this one's hugely important too, is delegation for cleaning. It's really much easier to assign somebody to bring a food, but, 
do we ever delegate ahead of time who's going to clean up or do we just assume it's going to be uh, the people who are cooking, you know, or the opposite, you know, you cook, I clean, or, you know, whoever is hosting, maybe they're just kind of assumed to do all of the cleaning. Uh, I don't know. But I think just like the exercise, if you plan ahead of time, like, hey, these are the cleaning things that need to be done so that everybody can then enjoy that scheduled R&R, that's going to hugely help. So if you know that afterwards you know maybe the china needs to be hand washed maybe some other things need to be put in the dishwasher maybe the floor needs to be swiffered you know come up with a list of different things and even if they're simple things if you have a bunch of people working on them together and everybody knows that small task that they need to do ahead of time you're going to get it all done faster and everyone's going to then have more time to enjoy the r&r family time so those are my 10 steps for creating a really happy, healthy, and thankful Thanksgiving. It's a lot of simple steps, I think. And if you just write them down, then we can keep the simplicity. If you think of them all at once, it's going to be overwhelming. But the fact that we have this written out is really going to help. So my question to you then is what additional steps would you add to this list or which steps from this list are you going to implement this year? Now, if you head on over to iTunes or SoundCloud to leave a rating and review, you can include the answer to these questions in your reviews. You can leave reviews as often as you would like. You are not limited to a one-time rating and review. So if I have an episode posted that you really resonate with, please consider leaving an episode specific review and take a screenshot to share that episode on your social media so that more of your friends can find this podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a happy, healthy Thanksgiving, and I will talk to you all again on Wednesday, the 21st for a Disney centered episode. All right. Bye. so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.